Hey guys, it's Griffin. How's it going? I'm the voice of Horace and also the GM of the Hideous Laughter podcast. So glad you guys are back and listening. I just wanted to shout out a couple things about the state of the pod. So we just passed a double-digit milestone. This is now episode 11, and uh, we're super happy with all of the all of the listens we've gotten, all of the responses we've gotten. We've had so much fun talking to the tabletop community, making a bunch of friends, friends with a bunch of other podcasts. It's been really great. I wanted to shout out that upcoming next Wednesday, we're going to be doing a Halloween-themed episode, a special episode for you folks, so stay tuned for that. Also, shortly, if they're not already, all of the past drinking games that we've put up with each episode should be available on the website. That should be a good opportunity for you guys to, you know, get your friends caught up, sit down on a Thursday night, get a little swifty with it and uh, enjoy yourselves. So if you want to reach out to us, we're on Twitter and Snapchat at Laughter Hideous and on the rest of social media at Hideous Laughter Pod. Without further ado, here's episode 11, Sturgeon General Warning. Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 11. Guys, what are you drinking today? Steve? Oh my gosh. So dexterous. Slurp. Griffin, this may surprise you, but I'm drinking hams. Well, I knew you wouldn't do that if you had any other drink. So, um, yeah. People have grown to know it, grown to love it. The fans have or responded hate it. well. Or hate it. Yep. One way or the it's other. It's pretty divisive. Yeah. It's polarizing. Yeah. All right, Brooks, how about you? Uh, just cider again. Just cider? Yeah. Just, I'm so lame. Just non-alcoholic cider? Non-alcoholic cider. Dude. I know. Dude. Aren't I just a buzzkill? You can't keep doing this to us. Haley, how about you? Tell them about the, the real shit. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking um hot, hard apple cider. That's the way. Emily? Um, oh, I see a tab. Not it means it's not a... Gross concoction? What? What is that? This is a pomegranate truly. Not because my taste in alcohol has gotten any better, but because I finally finished knitting all of the can koozies. So I had to put a drink in it. You did it. I think that's what the folks over at uh, Wheeler Woe drink. So, I mean, it's no it's no White Claw, but I guess it'll get you by. Yeah, that's true. They they shouted out our love for Celsius and right back at you, bros. <laughs> right. As for me... I like to call this drink the Grimace. It is a purple monster and vodka. And it, it looks very Grimace-like, if I if I do say so myself. You know, it's a school night, man. It's a school night, but uh, I always stay up late after these. It doesn't matter. It's the energy drinks. He's going to be up all night. Slurp. Oh, it's uh, fresh from the vine. Mm. So, guys, um, 
had a pretty pretty spooky episode. I, I heard through the grapevine that um, Haley's none too happy with me after last week's episode. <laughs> What's up with that? Oh, oh! You mean the angry face I made all throughout the last episode didn't give you any hints? No, I just I I, I thought that was your um, enjoyment grimace. We all make them from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't even know how to respond to you. Well, it's gonna get even more fun tonight because uh, we left you guys off in combat, and I think I left you off on an initiative roll. So. If I could get you each to roll that, if you saved your roll from last week, let me know what that number is, and we'll get ourselves started. I can't remember. 20. 20. 20 for Eclipse. I wrote it down. I did not roll my initiative, so I will do that live on air. Wow. Did someone save Natty 20. That's a 24. I also got a Natty 20. (laughs) It's just a plus zero. Uh (laughs) Ick. I don't know. Did someone write mine down from last time? Nobody wrote your shit down but you, bud. So go ahead and roll awesome. again. A natural six. Total? Total eight. All right. And how about Lyra? Total of 20. Dang, got a lot of high rolls. Let's see what uh, your boy Gibbs' initiative modifier is. All right, and he's sitting at an 18. Griffin, we really need a win tonight. Do you? Um, yeah. We were talking a little bit earlier, but um, for those of you who don't know, I think I might have mentioned it in episode one or something, but Brooks, Emily, and myself uh, play Rise of the Rune Lords. That's a different Pathfinder AP. We've been playing that for about three years with our good buddy, Tim. He DMs for us remotely from Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, we uh, were in book six. We're 16th level, and we pretty much had a TPK last night, so... Oof. I'm I'm coming into this one with my with my confidence taken a notch down. Could really use a a win. Well, here's to you, Tim. Let's see if I can do you proud. God. Oh no. So uh you wanna cue it up, Steve? Let's roll. Let's get started. Okay. At the top of the order, it's gonna be Matumbe, for the first time on the podcast, rolling a 20 on his initiative. All right. So, Matumbe is going to lock eyes with Gibbs, and he is going to say, Mr. Gibbs, you disrupted the funerary rites of one of my good friends, spitting in the face of the goddess Phrasma. You took the life of an innocent, cut that short, and presumed to be judge over her life. Now, you will join the dead. And you see the whole time he's got his book open, and he snaps it closed, and he says, Look at me when I talk to you! And he's going to cast Lock Gaze. All right, Lock Gaze, what does that do? So, you have to make a will save. Is it mind affecting? It sure is. Okay, let's see here. 17. You succeed, so nothing happens. All right, nothing happens. All Um, right. You have knowledge of religion, right? That is true. Might want to roll that. It's a 19 on the die. That is a 26. Okay, I will give you a tidbit here. He would not have been affected by that. Ooh. 
Hey guys, what I did did not work. He, he he's immune to mind affecting. Um, so, is that your whole turn? You're gonna move? Yeah, that was just a standard action. So I'm gonna move up. Uh, I don't know if I want to get in his face right before, um, but I'll go about 15 feet closer to him, bringing me about 10 feet away. Okay. And it is Lyra. Go ahead. All right. I have a question for you. Sure. So um, if a spell doesn't say that it's mind affecting, if it's like an illusion spell, then it wouldn't be mind affecting? It would say in the spell that it is mind affecting. Okay. Although if you tell me the spell, I could probably tell you. Shadow trap? Uh, remember, it's dark outside. I don't know if that oh, affects... Oh, but Matufe had his uh, book Oh, yeah, he does have up. his light out. Yeah, so I'm right. assuming he's close enough that... Uh, He's casting a shadow? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, So Lyra would like to say that's close enough, and she is going to cast Shadow Trap on him, and he needs to take a will save. Alrighty. Ooh, he does not succeed. Four on the die. Ooh. All right. So the shadow... the. Target shadow is pinned in its place. He becomes entangled and he cannot move farther than five feet from his original position, as if his shadow was anchored to the terrain. Each round on his turn, he can attempt a new saving throw to end the effect as a full round action. And this will last for two rounds. Okay. So, with that, Eclipse, you're up. Eclipse, blind with rage. Eclipse is uh, going to run up. Actually, um, swift action, and there is actually a a barrier in front of her as she charges towards him and is going to make a power attack with her battle axe against him. Okay, go ahead. She charges mechanically. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Eighteen on the die. Okay. Ooh. Which puts me to a 24. Hits. 24 with power attack? Yeah. Mm. Plus two when you charge. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, it fell. All right, and then 10 damage. Okay. He takes that damage, and it is his turn. And he looks at you. And he says, you're going to join your little friend. And he takes a slash at you. I expected this. 17 on the die will hit you. Oh, of course. I'm rocking an 11. Jesus. <laughs> Charge, man. Yeah. Still, that's not great. No. Eight damage. Four damage. Ah, uh, 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 my barrier. Okay. How long does that last? Till it's expended. Did that expend it? Or does it have, like, hit points that it drains from? No, so I can either uh, use another point of mental focus next round, or it's just done right now. Gotcha. Okay. And it is Ikmer's turn. All right. Uh, you know, after seeing this little girl uh, getting, I guess, killed, and uh, 
I guess we don't know for sure if it's him, but it's a pretty good guess. Uh, the uh, guy with the bloody razor yeah, coming up to you just said that he killed her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this really just kind of flips the switch in Ikmer, and he's gonna go. He's gonna go crazy right at him. Uh, not gonna charge, but uh, going to attack for sure. Okay. Does a. 13 hit. Nope. Then he just misses. He just misses, and he's then, standing right there. Yeah. Nice shadow trap, Emily. <laughs> not your fault. Yep. Your, not your fault the whole party decided to zoom up on him. Lear was really hoping to try to talk to him, get some information. Yeah, it seems nope. like... Uh, actually, Ikmer, make a sense motive. Um, He got... 11. Eleven, yeah, he's. You're pretty sure this guy's like gunning to kill one of you. Cool. Okay, Matumbe, you're up. All right. Let's see here, Matumbe is going to walk the ten feet away from the guy, and he's going to try and smash him with his glowing book. Eight on the die brings me up to a 14. Does not hit. Ooh, well, that's all I can do. Okay. Lyra? Well, after seeing him attack some of her party members, Lyra is going to want to help them, so she is going to start singing. Find him, bind him, tie him to a pole. This man will pay for the lost soul. Jesus. And she's going to inspire courage to the group. Oh, yeah. That's dope. That's awesome. Lyra, make me a perception check. Nine? Um, You don't really notice anything. It's kind of dark. You're a person, so you're kind of far away from the light at this point, so you're kind of, the spotlight is on your party and not on you. Okay. Um, with that, Gibbs is going to go and he's going to repeat his action. This will be his second turn. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Eclipse with the 20. My bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> go ahead. Fucking love the snare drum. Uh, Okay, so um, she's going to take her five-foot step back, and she's going to cast um, Summon Monster 1. Okay. that You can't do that. Or wait, you took a five-foot step. You can. Never mind. Yeah. It's a full-round action to summon, and it doesn't appear until your next turn. Okay. Gibbs is going to act. He's going to slash at Matumbe. He's going to hit Matumbe with a 22. That does hit. He's going to deal six points of damage. Ouch. And after this round, his bind should be broken, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Ick, it's your turn. All right. Make me a perception check. Okay. Uh, total nine. Yeah, you know, you're so focused on Gibbs, you're kind of zeroed in. Shucks. Go ahead and take your turn. Okay. 
Um, I'm gonna move five, uh, five feet closer. Okay. So to give a picture, Ikmer is just to the north of Gibbs, while uh, Matumbe is diagonal, uh, diagonally like southwest, and uh, both Eclipse and Lyra are directly to the west. And uh, I am going to attack like before. Okay. Does a 21 hit? It does. All right. Max damage with 11. Damn. Okay. Okay. Nobody really made their perception. Nobody close enough to it. But now that it's getting louder, you can hear this buzzing as two sturges fly off of the roof of Gibbs's shack. So you could place these oh, right on the Gibbs's, square. It's Gibbs's shack. It is Gibbs's shack. Dang, he's got a small house. And they're going to fly diagonally to either side of Ikmer. Just in case there was anybody in the room who didn't know, and I mean, this could apply to everybody, not necessarily myself, because I know, I just want to make sure that everybody else know. What a, what's a sturge? A sturge is a very large mosquito. Ew. Gross. And both of these sturges attack Ikmer. It's all right. Ikmer, Ikmer is solely is focused this- on this... Uh, on, on Gibbs. Is a sturge a real thing? Or a pathfinder thing? I think it's a pathfinder thing. I don't know if enough about sturges to know if it's real or not, but um, they're actually not going to directly attack Ikmer. What they're going to try to do is latch onto him. Ooh. Aw, oh, man. 17 and a 25 against your touch. Uh, yeah, both of those hit. Okay. As they latch on, they begin to suck your blood. You take two points of constitution damage. Oh. Ooh, that's bad news. Because he has two on him. That's going to be two every round before he, until he gets him off. And with that, Matumbe's up. All right, so... Um, Matsumbe and Ikmer, like Brooke said, are across um, each other. From, or they, they basically got um, Gibbs in between him, but kind of at an angle. So Matsumbe's going to take his five-foot step. So he is directly flanked with, um, with Gibbs, and he's going to try and crush him with his book. Go for it. Yeah, making that Ikmer. 19 on the die, plus 9, definitely hits. Yep, that hits. All right. Go for damage. Boy, wouldn't it be great if I had a weapon that crit on more than just a 20? Because 19 sounds like the next thing it would crit. All right, that is 7 points of damage. 7 points of damage. Chipping away, gang. But, you know, Gibbs is a beefy-looking boy. He looks like he used to be strong warrior stock before he got a little old. Lyra, you're up. Lyra is going to continue to keep singing mm-hmm. to give everyone the bonus. And then she is going to use her... Mm, uh, what kind of penalty would she take for shooting the 
mosquitoes with the crossbow? Is it more than the minus four? Yes, it would be a basically a well. The one right next to her would be a minus four because it's in combat with Ikmer. But the other one would be a minus eight. All right. In that case, Lyra is going to take five, ten, fifteen. Uh, is going to move up twenty feet. Oh, she doesn't. I thought you were trying to fire your crossbow. You don't take a um, minus on it to attack it when it's just grappled with. Okay. With Ikmer. I think that'll be my better bet for hitting then. So she is going to swing her morning star and try to swap that giant mosquito off of Ikmer's back. She only rolled an eight. Or eight with her... With uh, her modifiers? Yes. Yeah, that's a big old whiff. You're lucky you didn't hit Ikmer with that one. It would have just clanged off his armor anyway. True. Okay, Eclipse, what did you summon? Uh, You see up here between Eclipse and this, uh, what, Gibbs? Yep. A... Large, all right, I guess, well, that's tiny, but Eclipse, it looks big. It's uh, technically small. Dire Rat, named Dill. Dill the Dire Rat. Aww. I like that. Cute. All right. Dire Rat appears. What are you doing with your turn? And uh, you can attack with the Dire Rat if you'd like. Yeah, so I'm going to have Dill uh, bite at him first. Dylan, have at it. You added another syllable. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. All right. Oh, I rolled a two, so he does not. So he does nothing. Yeah, that's okay. For my turn, I am going to try and hit him. Well, maybe I should try and help out my buddy Ick. But really, I just want revenge. So... Decisions, decisions. Yeah, I know. Revenge, revenge. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and energy ray this guy. Okay, you take a minus four. He's in combat. Actually, you're small too. You take a minus eight. He's in For combat. Cover. He's in combat with your friends. You don't. Do you have point blank shot? Uh, I see what you're saying. So you don't have point blank shot. That's a minus four because he's in combat. It's a minus another four because he's covered by your dire rat. All right, all right. I will take a five-foot diagonal towards Ick okay. to get myself within uh, battle axe in range with this dude. Okay. And I will swift action barrier myself, and then I'm going to power attack him. Okay. 16. 16 hits. Yes. Thank you, Lyra. <laughs> Woo! I'm useful. Um, maximum damage. Okay. 14. Okay. He didn't like that. I think he's going to power attack you back. Is he bloodied? Bloodied below half? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't before that, though. Cool. All right. I assume a 12 doesn't hit. It doesn't. Okay. Um, So he does that, and then he takes a five-foot step back. Okay, Ikmer. All right. Uh, Even though he's uh, currently latched on by uh, two sturgeons, uh, 
he's uh, he's Does still he pretty. Try and free himself, or uh, would he? He's grappled, so he has the grapple condition right now. Okay. So um, he can attempt a strength check or combat maneuver, a CMB check, or a escape, uh, artist. escape artist to get out of him, contested by my CMD. Okay. Uh, he'll go CMB. Then. Okay. Uh, 17 on the die, and so... I'm just going to go ahead and say a 17 beats there. Whatever your plus is beats there. Yeah, I'm just, I can't find it right now. So you're free of the Sturges. Cool. Then based on that, I guess, does he still have uh, a standard action? Uh, Or is that it? No, that's your standard. That's my standard? Yep. Then I would, I'll take that five, uh, a five foot step to ooh, actually I'm going to move to be diagonal and still flank with Matumbe. Okay. So you're gonna take an attack of opportunity from two places. On a five foot step? No, he's moving because he's not flanking with you right now. He said he was gonna move. Oh. If he moves ten feet, he's flanking with you. It would just be a it would be the Sturge from just and one, no. from Gibbs. You're moving through their threatened space. I was already in their threatened space. I know, but you're moving through it. I'm still. I'd be still in it. I, I see what Griffin's saying. If you're going, if you're going from from the square you're in five feet over, that's it's not a five attack, foot step. That's it's a not five an foot attack step. opportunity. If you take one more five foot step, which you can't do. I mean, it's just that's just a ten foot move action. Then that's take a move action take, through a threatened space. You take an attack. It's not like you're moving oh, towards them; you're it. moving past them. Okay, so. then I'll just do the five foot step. Okay. Okay, it's the Sturge's turn. The one that is next to Ikmer now with his five foot step didn't like being shaken off, so it attempts to reattach to Ikmer. Eighteen on the die, it does. It drains a point of constitution for Ikmer. Shocks. The one next to Eclipse attempt, attempts to attach to her as well. A 15 against your CMD. Yeah, that hits. Okay, it drains a point of constitution from you as well. It is Matumbe's turn. All right, Matumbe recognizes what his compatriot Ikmer is doing. So Matumbe is going to take a five-foot step. So now, basically, we're just moving across the battlefield one person yep, at a time yep. in five-foot increments. Now we're lined up again. Matumbe uh, gives Ikmer. So that gives Ikmer and Matumbe flanking on Gibbs. Matumbe is going to power attack, try and hit this guy and do a little bit of extra damage take a little bit of a slight minus to this, but I think it's going to be okay. Um, that's 21. Yep, that does it. Sweet. Alright, so I get a little bit of extra damage here for power attacking, which is good because I rolled really low. That is a 9 points of damage. Okay. And he is satisfied with himself. So is, uh, so is Gibbs. He's pretty satisfied with himself so far. Mm. Lyra. 
she is going to continue to sing to give everyone the bonus. And then she is going to swing her morning star to hit the sturgeon. Okay. Right in front of her. It's the same roll. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, I'm going to use it. You got, you got the bad juju. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eclipse, your turn. You can try to get the sturgeon off you, or the sturge, or you can kind of move around, and it, it it's essentially latched to you, so it's just going to kind of scoot with you. Isn't a sturgeon a bird? No, nah, this is a sturge. So, sturgeon I, is sturgeon a fish. fish. I get, Stur- oh, sorry, I get mixed up. I get mixed up by the actual Bro- thing. Brooks and the fucked thing. it up earlier, causing Emily to fuck it up, causing Griffin to fuck it up. It's a sturge, folks. Huh. It's a sturgeon. There's fish from. everywhere. There's fish everywhere. All right. Well, I think I might have my diarrhea-dill um, run over kind of between myself and Lyra and bite at the sturge. Okay. Make an attack roll. It's cocked. Okay. Ooh, 17 on the die. So that's... Um, that hits. Roll for okay, damage. Cool. Four. Four You see it tear kind of a hole in the side of the Sturge's body, and it it gushes your friend's blood, but it's still attached to you. Oh, that's so Good job, Dill. Okay. Gibbs' turn. No, I didn't go. Oh, yeah, you're right. You keep forgetting me. I keep forgetting you because you got a summon now. Swear to Christ. All right. I will go ahead and cast... Barbed chains. Okay. On Gibbs. Okay. Tell me what that spell does. Um, I would summon a chain from another realm, and it would burst out of the ground and uh, poke him. Okay. Is that all? I mean, it does damage, and then there's a mind affecting effect, but he's not affected by that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Eighteen on the die, plus okay. five, so that'll hit. Yep. A couple high rolls tonight here. I know. I'm doing pretty good. Seven damage. Seven damage. And he's definitely not affected by mind affecting? Yep. Okay. If you wanted to do a sense motive, you might be able to figure that out. Don't care, revenge. Okay. So he takes a five-foot step up towards Eclipse. If it's revenge you want, you ain't gonna find it here. Critical threat, 19 on the die. He has a 19 to 20 weapon. Does a 13 confirm? Oh my god, exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh. This is bad news bears. Fifteen points of damage. I'm not doing well here. Good thing the healer is standing right next to you. That's neat, thanks. We have so, a healer. That's Gibbs' turn. <laughs> it is now Ikmer's turn. Alright. Uh, With a Sturge still on his back. Sturge still on his back. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna do the uh, do the combat maneuver bonus again. Okay. Uh, thirteen on the die. Goes to I didn't find it. It's I'm your CMB. Can you tell you my CMD? 
What about B? I need a B. Dude, they gotta be like right next to each other. You would think so. What kind of sheet are you using? Using this chank ass <laughs> spreadsheet that somebody made online. What's your strength modifier? Four. Okay, so what's your BAB? Two. So your TMB should be six what? and then plus a competence bonus, right? Like the morale. So call bonus. it six until It's seven. I don't because think it, of inspire courage. Does that affect CMB yes. and CMB? It does. It does. So it's a plus seven. So twenty. There you go. Breaks off. That was your standard action. So what do you do with your move action? I am going to I really don't like this sturge thing. It's real pain in the butt. Okay. And so I am going to Attack it. I thought you said that was my standard action. Oh, yeah. So you need to move. Never yeah. Uh, I'll take a five-foot step closer to Matumbe. Okay. Hmm. Does the Sturge come with him, then? It's, it's a- not attached to him anymore. Oh, that's right. He that's succeeded right. his check. But it's now the Sturge's turn. The one attached to Eclipse continues to drain her blood. One more constitution damage. Damage or drain? Because earlier you said drain, and that's a whole nother monster. Uh, let me check. Like, that's serious shit there's, if it's there's drain. There's no way it's drain. There's no way. I know. I was freaking out. I was like, there's no way at level Yeah, it's too. damage. It's damage. Okay, okay. Whew. I was pretty sure I said damage before. I might have flipped a drain. I think that's exactly what happened. Um, so it does another point of constitution damage to Eclipse. The other one takes a five-foot step towards Ikmer, attempts to attach itself to him again. I don't like that. Oh, it's only a 13 against touch. Yeah, it misses. It misses, but it's right next to you. Matumbe, you're up. Apologies, I was just taking a sky blue sip over here. Matumbe right now is no longer flanking with Ikmer, but he is flanking with Eclipse, so he's going to power attack again. Ooh, I'm assuming an 11 does not hit. It does not. The book just whiffs by, and all you just hear is the rustling of pages in the breeze. <laughs> pages in the wind. Yep. All right, Lyra. Kusses. All right, so first thing, Lyra is going to continue to sing. Okay, I that think is your fourth round of song. Yes. And then she is going to... Make me a perception check before you do that. Okay. Use a different d20 here. <gasps> 20. So uh, 21. I'm glad, Critical I, perception. glad I made you use it on that perception. Um, you can tell that the two Sturges are swaying along to your song. Whoa. Oh. Like, in a, <laughs> they like this song? As in, you singing maybe drew them here. Oh, no. Can, oh, can I take that back and not sing? You can. I think Lyra would worry that she would draw more or that maybe they'll leave if we hit them. So she would stop singing then. So she only used three rounds okay. of singing. Um, and then she is going to use Cure Light Wounds on Eclipse because Eclipse is probably not looking so hot. Okay. Yeah. Oh, never mind. That Sturge is attached to Eclipse, uh, though. Only five points of healing. Sorry. Doubles my health. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Eclipse, it's your turn. All right. Dilly is going to go ahead and bite the Sturge once more. All right. Dilly, Dilly. You know we have dice boxes to roll into, right? Yeah, but my dice are currently in there, and so I can't. And so I can't just keep falling. You're having a real special uh, roll moment over there. 
So I got 11. 11 does not hit. All right. Okay. And do not. I'm not. It's your turn. Do your turn. (laughs) All right. I am flanking with this guy. I am going to risk more constitution damage, I think. And I'm going to hit Gibbs. Okay. Made me attack roll. I hope this works. Wasn't wasn't uh, great. I got sixteen. Oh wait, that hit last time. With power attack on. Yeah. That hits. <laughs> Pretty low damage though. Uh, at a nine. Nine. Ooh. Chip, chip, chipping away, Haley. Guys, one big attack from this guy, and I'm down. And unfortunately, that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to power attack this time. Oh, dear. 16 on the die. Yeah, no shit, that's going to hit. Just wanted that 19, that sweet baby 19. That big daddy 19. 11 points of damage. Uh, Eclipse is down. And he kind of stands over her and he licks the blood off the blade. Is that a move or a swift action? Well, he only took a standard, so. (laughs) Swift action, lick. (laughs) Move action, five foot step towards Matumbe. And it's Ikmer's turn. Alright. Uh well that sturge is pretty uh <laughs> it's pretty pesky. Barbin your side, right? <laughs> yeah. Pesky pretty sturge. Pesky sturge. <laughs> yep. So uh he's gonna go ahead, uh gonna go ahead and attack that guy. Go for it. Does a sixteen hit. It does. Five points of damage. You skewer it and it pops. Like a little blood water balloon. That's bursts okay. on the side of your spear bursts on the point of your spear and disintegrates on the ground. Nice. Is that your full turn or are you moving? Um uh, I'm gonna say I'll stay where I'm at. Okay. It's the Sturge's turn. And it's not looking good for Eclipse. It's still gonna attack me as I'm Did it did down? you get out of it? No, I'm down. It's latched onto you still. Still okay. blood in you, right? I mean, yeah, I'm just literally dying. Oof. Maybe that'd be nice. No, I mean, it's fine if that's what it is. I just that didn't make How many how many points of damage do you have from it? Damage? Like constitution, uh, constitution damage? Two. Two. Okay. It's going to hop off and latch on to the rat. Okay. I mean, again, if that's what the mechanic is. The mechanic is it stays on you for four rounds until it's full. Okay. So you want to take it or you want me to be nice? I want you to play by the rules. Okay. Another point of con damage. I'm just going to be even further us. Yep. But that's the Sturge's turn, so it is Matumbe's turn. All right. Um, Matumbe and Ikmer are really broing out, trying to take Gibbs down. Uh, Matumbe's gonna do what he does best and swing with the book. It's not always what he does best. He, uh, got a 15, though. 
Exactly. What do you say to Gibbs as you knock the life out of him? Oh, did we want to keep him alive? It might be a little late. Too late for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It certainly is. Uh, Mitsume. People are moving back and forth and five foot step this way, five foot step that way. Um, Ikmer and Matumbe have literally like almost rotated all the way around this guy as as just whacking as, at him, whacking at him, and he's he's fighting back. And I imagine there's just a pause in the action, and Matumbe says, "The lady will see you now," and crushes him with the book on the head. If it matters, that's seven points of damage. No, he is very much dead. But there's still a Sturge problem. Hmm. And it is Lyra's turn. You want to help me? Yeah, so... Or heal. (laughs) Lyra has not had a great track record with actually hitting these things. And since Eclipse is down, Lyra is going to cast Cure Light Wounds again to try to heal her. So she'll bend down and just gently touch her shoulder. Hell yeah! Max healing. So 10... Uh, 10 points. Nice. Back to you. All right. You moving at all? <sighs> she really should, but uh, did is Eclipse conscious after that? Yeah, Eclipse might be prone, but she's conscious. Lear would take a five-foot step back just straight away from the Sturge. Okay. Eclipse. You and Dill. All right. Dilly's going to start this off with another bite. With another bite. <laughs> Natural one. Oh, uh, Dill. Oh, uh, Dill. Poor Dill. He was a good, he was a good uh, cover for Gibbs. It's about all he's done so far. <laughs> Dill was a good rat. Uh, uh, all right, E. Get the Sturge. It's kind of like up on your chest now. Yeah. How, how do I get out of this again? <laughs> You're grappled, so if you use a light weapon you can stab at it I guess I would have to I would have to drop and pull out a weapon does that work uh drop is free pull out is a move and then attack is a standard okay so yeah so if you don't want to get up you can do that yeah that's what I would do okay drop and then pull out um like a dire and try and stab at it got a three so so I missed What's Unless you want me to tell you, okay. Five. Oh, did you have power attack on still? I think so on accident. Okay, But still enough. it was oh. there. All right. Nope, it does not do. Gibbs is out of the picture, so it is Ikmer's turn. Seeing Eclipse go down, and uh, I guess he didn't, maybe he didn't see it directly, but... Uh, he sees Eclipse her on the is, ground now. Yeah. Uh, immediately concerned, and... Uh, just still in uh, full, full, I guess, uh, quote-unquote rage mode. Uh, going, Is this going foreshadowing for a dip in Barbarian from Ikmer? I, <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a pretty docile guy. Don't know. Don't know. But anyways, uh, he is going to try to stab the uh, uh, Sturgeon. Sturge. Wow. All right. Uh, does a 13 hit? 13 does hit. And minimal damage with five. Kill it. 
Uh, this one, uh, this one pops as well, and Eclipse is showered with her own blood as she lays on the ground. And you guys are out of combat. Woo! That's quite the combat, huh? Got a little spicy. Uh, those aren't just skeletons and, and giant centipedes, are they? That gives a tough, tough motherfucker. I'm going to down a potion of lesser restoration. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Ikmer might want to take the other. You guys had two filters, so it's four potions. You might want to take one. I have a total right now of five different ability damages. <laughs> what were the other ones from? I have two dexterity. Oh, yeah, you still and- have that for mantralysis. Yeah, well, I have healed one of the three, and I currently have three cons. Really taking a beating. Jesus. Wait, didn't you sleep from antralysis? Yeah, so I healed one. Oh, you had three? Yeah. Oof. Okay. Uh, Ikmer would offer a uh, a filter to Eclipse. Uh, Eclipse, do you do you want do you want this uh, my filter? Don't dude, don't you need no like out of character. Don't you need that? <laughs> no, I'm not that bad. I actually you didn't take, get like, hit at all. You took con damage. You I took con, con damage, damage, but it, just, it feels like it would make bad. more sense for I'm a different bad. character that didn't get con damage to maybe offer up theirs. You don't have four. You only have two. They just each have two doses. Okay. So two of you are carrying one. Right. So if I'm carrying it. Yeah. You can either down both or down half and give the other half to somebody. Gotcha. Well, in character, he would still offer Okay, so you guys drink your lesser restorations, figure out what you healed. What are you guys doing at this point? You're at this shack. You just fought off this, it seemed like he was kind of crazed guy. Pretty incriminating, had like a bloody razor, and you can, you know, when you were looking at the body, you saw it looked like it had its throat cut. It came in and searched the body. Searched the body of Gibbs? Yeah. Doesn't have much on him, has, but but you do see, you know, he had a weapon. He's actually got a necklace on. Ooh, uh, he would like to examine the necklace. He likes those shiny objects. It's shiny. Can Lyra take a little bit of time and try to pinpoint if, because earlier she detected magic on him, mm-hmm. can she still detect magic? And if so, try to pinpoint kind of where it's coming from. She does detect magic. As, you know, I imagine she takes six, 12 seconds. She sees two auras, one from his razor, the other from the necklace. All right. If we spend two minutes, then I have object reading and I have all of the abilities of detect magic, successful spellcraft and all of that stuff on both the magical items. So you do object reading. And you guys kind of wait for her. She's she's holding. First, she holds the amulet in her hands. I'd also know whether or not it's cursed, if it's a level two curse or lower. Just just stuff like I'm keeping track of that. Don't okay, worry. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Eclipse, you recognize this as an amulet of natural armor plus one. Dope. Now, you have object reading as well, right? I don't know what you were trying is to that do, what but that's all I was doing. You're just trying to figure out what it is? Yes. Okay, so you then grab the razor... It is a plus one war razor. A war razor? Yeah. 
I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, it kind of looks like everybody's got to uh, shave, Steve. Yeah, it kind of looks like the the Sweeney Todd razor, but it's like more sturdy, like can actually be used to slash people up. Yikes! Your first magic weapon, though. Mm, that is true. That is important. So, who wants that amulet? Plus one natural armor. Natty daddy armor. Uh, I, gu- I guarantee nobody well. has natural armor right now. Igmer so does. Yep. Oh, well, Igmer. So then it's not fucking Igmer. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't make. Would I like it? Yeah, duh. But I can't make a good case why I should take it. Well, yeah, versus like if. Right. Eclipse is going to be in the front lines exactly. or like if Lyra gets caught up, caught behind, like so many of these comments, combats have seemed like they are. Stuff seems yeah. to come in yeah, later. Y- yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Matumei's going to look at Eclipse, who's like bloody AF and like missing about conservatively six pints of blood. It's going to be like, maybe you should take Well, this. they're not missing. They're just splattered all over the Oh, yeah, that's right. We <laughs> found them. <laughs> we found them. They were in that bug. <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're just all around her, not within her. So is that cool, or do you guys want to roll off for it? I know you could both use it. These guys are bowing out because they're at, what, no. 19 and Ikmer 22? Sycamore would, would offer, in fact. Uh, because Lyra should be not front lines, should kind of stay back, she'll be okay with Eclipse taking, especially after the beating Eclipse just, just took. took. And yeah. Lyra did not get hit at all, so okay. she would let Eclipse take it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. What about this War Razor? Magic weapon. Decent sidearm. I mean, I guess Ikman would take it if, like, if you guys really, if no one else really wants it. I mean, it'd be kind of hard for Matumbe to take it over the book. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use it, honestly. Are we playing magic items resize? Because otherwise, Um, it's used to me. We're not playing that weapons and armor automatically resize wondrous items. So, like, the necklace and the, you know, that kind of thing, like gloves and stuff that, that are kind of like a, a cloak magically resizes. But the difference there is that, you know, if you're small and you find something like a war razor, you can as it, use it as like a small short sword or the equivalent die. So that's how I'm going to kind of play that. With armor, honestly, I'm not going to make it hard to resize, but it's not like an automatic resize. Is that fair? Yeah, there's no, I don't, I, well, we can talk about this later, but I don't think that there is an equivalent die for something like this. Nothing does a 1d4 damage? Like, my stuff does 1d3. Right, but do you not have, what does your short sword do? I'll check. I would have thought a short sword, I think, is like a 1d6 and smaller for a small, but I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah, we can do that off mic. What else are you guys doing? I imagine, I mean, if you're handing it to Eclipse, you know, you did this object reading on this War Razor, and I think object reading lets you see some things about that object in the past 24 hours. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it lets me see who used it in the past 24. So you can see that Gibbs used it for violence in the past 24 I don't know if you. If well, you actually, get the past forty-eight. Does that change your answer? He still used it. Okay, <laughs> just didn't know if someone else did. But uh, what I will say is not against you. 
So you obviously know he used it against you. You get a feeling that he used it before he fought you. He couldn't have possibly used it on the little girl with her throat slashed, could he? Uh, Who knows? So are you guys searching around the shack? Are you getting Leanna's body, bringing it back? Or is Matumbe inclined to bury her in the shallow grave by a shack? Well, his instincts are telling him, dump that dirt in that grave. But he's not going to do that. This will take half a minute. <laughs> Guys, already, I got this. The grave is already dug. But, um, I mean, burying somebody is important, but having the proper, proper funerary rites, I think that's a word. Funerary? Funerary. I think it's funerary. Okay, funerary rites. It's, can- it's canon now. <laughs> it's canon now. Um, is more important. So he's he wants to bring the body back to the parents and yeah, give have some sort of closure. blessing or ceremony. Exactly. Gotcha. Does he want to do that immediately? No, we should probably check out the shack first while we're here. But it's got to get done. Eclipse is going to kick some dirt on this dude and then walk into the shack. Okay. Um, Make a perception check when you're in the shack. Assume standard party marching order then. 16. 16. And Eclipse is the first in? Yeah. Okay. Eclipse, you can see, looks like a, a water skin underneath the kind of crummy hay bed in this room. Beyond the water skin, you see the carcasses of several small animals, a rabbit, a couple rats. It's a pretty barren-looking shack. He has, like, a cook pot. He has a bucket full of water. It looks like he probably got it from a well. Uh, but but it's pretty bare bones in here. But you do notice that water skin and all these dead animal bodies. Can Lyra see this? Or Well, Eclipse just entered the room. Okay. She's the first one at the door. If she moves I into mean, the shack. So so give me what, give me a room layout. Like you said, items in here, but like what does this... Yeah, so you're looking in. The bed is, as you're facing the door, to your right along the wall. That's where you see the water skin. You see the animal carcasses in the top left corner of the room and the cook fire in about the middle of the top of the room. Okay. Well, Eclipse is going to turn around and she's say, guys, there's just a water skin and some dead animals. I, I think we should maybe talk to the sheriff. I think there might be blood in that water skin, maybe, and that's what was used to make the V. I would like to check, but I don't want to disturb the crime scene since we're already in trouble with the sheriff. What do you all think? Can he be trusted? I don't see a problem in doing a little investigating on our own. Isn't that what we were tasked with? Yeah, that is what he said to do. All right, but we need to get our story straight before we talk to him since we just killed another person without any witnesses? Fuck. Well. Well, uh, I mean, I I saw I saw Matumbe kill him. In in self defense. Has a point. Right, Ikmer? Self defense because he said he was going to kill us. Well, yeah, obviously, and and, and there was uh, because he killed the girl. 
But okay. I mean, but I, I guess if you say so, in self-defense, that's what I'll tell the uh, the sheriff. But Con- conversation is happening while Matumbe is like wiping skull fragments off his book. <laughs> that's a sturdy yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's an iron-bound book that's like charged up with phrasma juice. Phrasma juice. I it's can't imagine of- how that would make a book sturdier, but. If you say so. So, are you guys checking out the water skin or are you heading back? Also, to that same end, do you have the war razor on you? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess one it. of us does. Okay. Let's say let's say Ikmer has it, because we don't even know if E would have any use for it. Let's just say okay. Ikmer has it for now. Okay. So Ikmer has the war razor. You guys aren't checking out the room. We're check. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and check out the water skin. Okay. So you kind of dab it on your palm. It's all blood. You. So you wipe it off on your on your robes. If it looks like blood and smells like blood, it's probably blood. You can tell it's like older. Ugh. It's like kind of like gummy and gross. Oh, that's so nasty. Um. I, I want to do like some sort of knowledge check to see if it's human, but that's ridiculous. Right? Do a heel well, check. Dead animals. Yeah. Heel check. I yeah. love that heel check. All right, let's get let's get a little boost on here, guys. Oh fuck, uh, that's a seven before any sort of aids. Wow. Lyra definitely aids. I rolled a natural twenty. Uh, I definitely aided with fifteen. Okay, so that's a eleven. That's an eleven. Um, you're not sure. You can kind of tell that, like, the blood on the animals looks like it's at the same, you know, it's all crusty and whatever. You can tell it doesn't really look as fresh as the blood that was at the crime scene this evening. So I kind of intuit that it's probably not the same blood. Can't really tell if it's human or otherwise. Lear would like to poke her head in the shack and detect magic in the area try to sure uh, you don't really detect anything okay Matsume is gonna try and put the blood sack back where he found it no Eclipse uh, wants to see if she can figure out when it was last used ooh great call alright via object reading you only get out to 48 hours right yeah yeah you can't tell this is probably from the V but alright uh, I mean well I'll tell you this. You can tell it was moved from this spot within the last 24 hours. Its contents were not emptied. Okay, so he was going to use it, but then he used the girl's blood. Oh, like maybe he came across her as she was going to the fountain. Yeah, that only makes sense. Yeah, they're pretty adjacent. I could see that. that. She should have listened. So... You guys heading back to the sheriff? Uh, I mean, if we can, if there's really nothing else to investigate in the, uh, in the shack, I guess. Well, this is both distressing and depressing. Let's I mean, go you talk can look at like Liana's body, but you might risk disturbing it. Oh, that's true. Like, what if like a fucking coyote comes up and starts munching on it? That'd be pretty gross. Um, I, I can guard the body could, if you guys want. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll up a couple uh, 
One D four coyotes. Okay. The, scene. <laughs> the next episode is just Matumbe soloing four coyotes. <laughs> so she's not in there, guys. It's okay. So you heading back? I'll stay. Okay. Matumbe stays. The rest of the party heads back to the sheriff's uh, to to basically the sheriff's office in order to find his secretary and hopefully him or get him alerted. You guys head back. Pretty uneventful trek. Matumbe. It's pretty quiet. Praise a lot. Praise a lot. Yeah. Okay. Reaches is he praying point. over Liana or is he just? Yeah, praying over Liana. Okay. I would say he's like kneeling at the head of the grave, like basically like looking in, but he's got his book in front of him. He's reading from the book over. Okay. Uh, so the rest of you make it to the sheriff's office, and there are. A couple people there. The sheriff is there. You actually recognize, and at this point it's about dawn, uh, you recognize Councilman Hearthmount, and he's kind of in like his PJs, like he got roused early in the morning as well. So you find the sheriff, you find the councilman. Are you talking to the sheriff right away? Is, is, it, is it like almost dawn or is it like actually dawn? It's dawn. Call it dawn. Call it like, you know, oh, God damn it. <laughs> call it 536 o'clock in the morning. So you guys enter the sheriff's office. What do you say? We just see his secretary. He is there. He is there. He okay. is there. Councilman Hearthman is there. And are the parents there? The parents are not there. <laughs> Hi, we found your daughter's body. <laughs> well, actually, that's pretty much what Ikmer would say straight up be like uh sheriff you'll be so relieved we found your daughter <laughs> sheriff uh, we found uh we found the the little girl's body she's definitely dead what we also found the killer and wh- why didn't you bring him in well see here's the thing there's a thing yeah Vera. He he threatened us as well. He wanted us to join Liana. So in order to protect ourselves, we 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 did our best, but he ended up dying. Judge. But it, it was it was self-defense. All the way, self-defense. Uh, Phrasma be praised. Well Correct. God damn it. Well, this is, says, like miles this, is this is the last time I um, I send you all on a information gathering mission alone. Well, we, I think. we did um, some of that too, Sheriff. Yeah, you, you gathered information, Ikmer. Where's yeah. the fourth of you? We we actually found in the shack that he was living in a uh, water skin full of old blood that we think was used to make the initial vandalism on the statue. The V? Yes. Ah, that's interesting. Um, all right, I'll, I'll come with you back. I can't believe you've killed another person, but you found her body, so... Does we'll, you good, Sheriff? No, Ickmer, you, you killed a man. He's lived in town for 60 years. But he also killed a child. I didn't... Gibbs was a was an angry man. I say that, but but he never, you know, aside from the 
infrequent bar fight. He never was violent to anybody. He grew out of that after his after his fighting days when he was a you know a town guard, a warrior. Can you think of any uh, reason for him to be writing that on the statue or something definitely like V E? No, I. I don't know why a person would want to write that. I don't know why a person would want to vandalize anything, especially with blood. It seems very out of character. Did he acquire anything in the past couple of weeks that seems strange or magical, mysterious? No, he's he had um, he had a couple of uh, relics from when he. You know, when he was a younger man, that maybe he would have kept. But, you know, he... The weird thing is he he does... He lives the closest to that, um, you know, the ruins up there. And I wonder, you hear stories about what goes on in there after dark. But... He had been fine. He seemed all right. Every every day I've known him for his relatively long life, I tell you, cut it short. He he was trying to kill us. It was self-defense. Yeah, well, if it could have been his word against yours, we would have seen, but you, you bashed his brain in or something, didn't you? That sounds about right, Sheriff. All right. You really... That was a really good guess. Uh, what's your death count looking like? Uh, you told me Entrellis died of an accident that this man was trying to kill you. You came to town and all this shit started to happen. Well, uh, Professor Lormore died before we got here, so I think that started it all. It, it wasn't us. All right. Well, I'm I not going to arrest you here. I'm going to investigate the crime scene. Um, but don't leave town. Because you're definitely suspicious. The three of you and the other one. I don't know where you left him. Oh, he's he's looking after the body of, I guess, both of them. He's not burying it, is he? I know Uh, that. You told me that man just buries stuff. (laughs) Uh, We agreed. His mother, her mother and father need to be there when she's buried. You got to... We'll tell him to dig her up if, if if we have to get back there and he's done it. I I guess I don't mind digging her up. I, I guess as a grave digger, he, he might just kind of instincts take in, you know, one of those things. <laughs> Jesus, Hickman. I don't think you have an instinct for digging graves, but what do I know? I, see, I heard he could dig a grave in 15 minutes or something. So. Yeah, he's, he, he's pretty good. He's my friend. <laughs> So, uh, the sheriff agrees to come back with you guys, but before you leave, Councilman Hearthmount grabs Lyra by the shoulder as she's kind of walking out past him, and he says, If, if what you say is true, we, we've had another murder in this town in, in the past three weeks. We've, people are dying left and right. We, we need to put the town at ease. And no thanks to us. <laughs> no, just kidding. He doesn't say that. <laughs> we need to put the town at ease. Um, tonight, I'm scheduling a 
meeting at town hall, I would like you and your friends to be there because, goddamn, if you aren't suspicious, but you might be the ones that can put a stop to whatever madness is happening here. I know it looks bad, but we really are here to help, and we have the town's best interests at heart. We'll definitely be there. All right. Prove your prove your worth there. Till then, I, I'll see you around sundown at the town hall. All right. And he lets you go, and you guys head back to the gravesite. You make it back. It's morning. It's, you know, the sun has come up enough where you can see. And you just look over this scene. There is an extra grave now. I didn't bury him, but I just dug a hole. Get it ready. <laughs> oh, my God. Insects kicked in. Empty grave. Body laying there, mangled. Several cuts. Bashes, bludgeons on it. You can see Leanna's body in pure daylight now. And she's as pale as she looked the first night you saw her when you almost mistook her as a ghost. White dress, stained pink, red. The sheriff looks to you and he says, he looks specifically at Eclipse and he, he says, it, it seems you, you cared for this girl. I, I can see it in your eyes. I, I'm truly sorry that, that this happened and I prefer if, if you could help me break the news to her parents because it, I knew you had a vested interest in her. Yeah, Eclipse eyes are going to go a lot more stony when he said her parents and say, uh, yep, I'll help. Okay. And with that, the sheriff begins examining the scene and he looks back at you. Kind of with a questioning look. And I need everybody to finish your drinks. Because we'll see you next time. Uh, I knew it. <laughs>